We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. to another episode of Why Won't You Date Me? It's a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could come in all of my shoes and never clean it out. (laughs) And I I would wear them and I would be grateful. Splish splash. (laughs) Yeah. Splish splash, my feet are taking a bath. My guest today, he is... The co-founder of HeadGum. He is third daddy HeadGum, <laughs> Marty Michael. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Marty. Has anyone ever introduced you as third daddy? <laughs> not, not on a podcast, no. Oh, okay. Well, you are third daddy. Also, I didn't know that you co-founded HeadGum. Yeah, I had met Jake and Amir working at College Humor. so it was, I feel like that I knew. Yeah, so it all kind of came out of that. Oh, but what were you doing at College Humor? The same thing you do here? Kind of. I was selling advertising at College Humor. That's so, what you do here? Yeah, amongst other things. Mm. But um, I basically oversee all the business stuff here. Mm. Stuff. I love using the word stuff. For I time. mean, it's a, uh, it's an encompassing word. Stuff. Yeah. And what I found out about running a company is there's a lot of stuff. What is the hardest stuff that you learned about? Probably managing stuff, all of it, like keeping it organized, making sure it all happens. Organization is key, but also super hard. Marty, can I tell you about something that happened to me? Yes, please. This has nothing to do with love or relationships, but I got a DM from this woman and she said, you will probably never read this, but I'm going to say things to you anyway. I get mistaken for you everywhere I go and I love it. I get into bars for free. I drink for free and I sign autographs. (laughs) Initially, initially, I was like, who is this chick? 
But then my cupcake obsessed preteen and I ended up watching your show. I love seeing representation of my body, my type, and my personality. I am honored to be mistaken for you. <laughs> then she wrote, LOL. <laughs> she's, she's a menace. I love her so much. I think it's really funny to like, one, get mistaken for somebody, but then two, to be like, no, I'm her. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. My dad used to do the same thing. People used to think when we were in airports sometimes that he was Jerry Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. I know. I don't look anything like it, but my dad is, looks very different than me. And he would say, ha ha, no, but I am his brother. So like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get it. Like that's the sense of humor I grew up with. So I understand this. That's so funny. So people would be like, oh my God, Jerry Seinfeld. He'd be like, no sorry to let you down but i am his brother that is so funny do you ever like take pictures with people no i don't think so i think once they found out it was his brother nobody cared they were just like oh who cares you're not jerry seinfeld (laughs) but also to think that jerry seinfeld would be in your local airport means you're crazy (laughs) at the peak of seinfeld that man has his own jet yeah at least there's no way he's at the orlando airport (laughs) whoa whoa whoa. we did fly it out of orl a couple times but (laughs) Orlando's not for me. I don't like that place. I didn't feel safe when I was in Orlando. Although it's too hot. it is too hot. It was too muggy. Although the last night I was there, I did smoke a bunch of weed and walk around a Walmart and eat bags of chips. It's the only cold place. Yeah, it was nice. Everyone left me alone. It was a good time. <laughs> Wait, the DM, do we know where this woman lives? Do we know where she lives? Like, did she say like what area she's like going around pretending to be you? No, but I have her, her like Instagram handle. Like, is it a big city or a small? I'm just like trying to figure out what the vibe of these people that are coming up to her is. Like, oh. it must be a relatively big city, I guess. I mean, I, I don't guess. Know. Here's what she looks like. I don't think <laughs> that's fun. I don't think that's look a really alike. professional photographer. Like, not at all what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> like, what she's. I don't know. I guess I envisioned someone that looked like you, but like in a small town, like people coming uh, yeah, up to her and be like, no, oh, no, you must, why, got, why else would you oh, be here? Oh, she lives in New York. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. The opposite of yeah, what I was Yeah, because it's tagged This in is Harlem. like a professional photo. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we look alike. My roommate, John, Mil- John Milheiser, my roommate, he, um, I like put us together in a picture and he was like, well, I don't know which one's you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I still don't really know if he was like joking. But, like, I don't think we look alike. I think it's really funny that there's a woman running around <laughs> just being like, yep, I'm her. You want me to sign something? That's so, I wonder if she's offering to sign things. Like, does, is, does she have a big following on Instagram? That's a very professional photo. I'm very confused now. I love with that this you're English. obsessed with this professional no, photo. No, I'm just like, I wonder what, like, how she's getting away with this. Like, she has she's to have got, something. She's got 27,000 followers, so she's doing pretty good. So she's, like, got her own identity, but now she's assuming and <laughs> absorbing yours, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, hey, uh, if people are happy and yeah. and they're excited, then, like, keep doing you, girl. That's right. And then I don't even know if she listens to the podcast. She may never know that I read it. Oh, well, this also happens to me a lot, right? Because people think uh-huh. that I'm Jake. Often. You do look alike. And I hang out with Amir. Mm. So it's, like, you know, very— I can see how people get easily confused. But Jake lives in New York, right? Now he does, yeah. He moved Which recently. is, like, crazy. How yeah. do they do their podcast? <laughs> Some, well, he travels here a lot because he has two podcasts that he does out of LA. He has this, the If I Were You, and he also has another D&D podcast. So wait. <sighs> so he's he's literally here probably for four days uh, every three weeks. That's crazy. Some would call it crazy. Some I guess would it's call not it that bad. Dedicated. 
I mean, I'm only in LA four days a week. Yeah, I, I was going to say, wait, hold on for a second, because literally every time you come in here, it's like eight different cities right before you go back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just got back from Buffalo. <laughs> See, that's close to New York. That's in New York, actually. It is in New York, but it's like six hours away from the city. Did you have wings? <laughs> yes, and you knew to not call them buffalo wings. Of course not. Are you from Buffalo? No, absolutely not. Then how did gross. you know? Uh, I actually just wanted to shorten it. I had no idea that you don't oh, call them Oh, they like wings. freak out when you call them buffalo wings. But didn't they invent it? Wouldn't they want to Yes, but they're just called wings there. Mm, okay, right, of course. But you're I was in buffalo. standing outside my hotel and uh, this man was talking to his girlfriend. He was like, should we get chicken wings or salmons? And I was like, it's just one salmon. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's totally different things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No it was very confusing. Everyone in Buffalo was really confusing. We got back to the hotel, and there was this really hot dude. So I have a coat, a fur coat with flames on it because Duh. I am tacky. And I walked in. He was like, "Oh, I like that coat, flames." And I always go coming in hot because then that makes that person lose their mind because they're like, what? That's a funny joke that you just came up with. I'm like, oh, it's just in my repertoire right now. Um, And then I was like, oh, he's cute. And then my friend Chrissy was like, let's go outside and talk to him. And I was like, all right, I'm going to fuck this dude in Buffalo. And then we start talking and he he was like, "Uh, I'm here from Canada. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, you ever heard of Canada? And I was like, sure have. He was very drunk. And he's like, I said, why are you here? And he said, I'm here with my kid for a hockey tournament. And then this next part, I'm just repeating what he said. He goes, and my kids are good at hockey. He's it. And I was like, oh, no, no. say that. And he's like, you know, he's just, he's, he's badly behaved and he's ugly and I hate him. And this man just like roasted his child for like a good 15 minutes and then went, ah, I'm kidding, but I'm not. He sucks. And then I was like, I can't fuck this, this disgruntled guy. I was okay. man. I was wondering if this was still all the same person. This is a lot. Yeah. His name was Matt and he was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But he was like really hot. <laughs> Maybe I should bleep that R word I used. The hard R. I, <laughs> I just want anyone to get mad at me, but like I didn't say it. He said it loudly in front of the Hampton Inn in Buffalo, New York. None of this is shocking to me. I dated a girl once from, from outside, outside of Buffalo, uh, North Tonawanda. Not, what? North Tonawanda? I did believe that was the city. Yeah. Is that like a Native American word? I It could be. I, I didn't look into it while I was there, but it's, I mean, it's a very small town it's outside of Buffalo. It's so crazy that so many streets and cities in America are named after Native Americans after we murdered them. <laughs> well, it would be like if a murderer became mayor and was like, I'm going to name all the streets after the women I've killed. Yeah, that's bad. It's crazy. It's all bad. Okay, so how did you meet this girl? Uh, In New York City. She was working. Did there, you so. live in New York City? Yeah, I was in New York. Did we not? You don't know anything about my backstory, huh? Um, well, that's where I met Jake and Mira. Was in at college. I in New York. like to not know anything about the people I work with. That's right, coworkers. I, uh, I worked and lived in New York for eight years after college. No, oh. so I went to school in Pennsylvania and then went straight to New York. After. Ew, where in Pennsylvania? Lehigh University. I was a Division One track and field and cross country athlete. I'm surprised you don't know that. I tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was your sport? Was it the four by four? No, no, no. It was cross country and then long distance on the track. <laughs> so not the four by four? Nothing fast and nothing What about athletic. the 400 meter? No, see, that's just a sh- uh, uh, one of the four. The 200 meter? No, Hurdles. Was, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know anything about. You're getting farther away. Okay, here's, I don't know anything about the running part of track. I was, I did shot put with the other fat oh, ladies. Oh, cool, sweet. 
Um, yeah, it was very funny. They would like have us like at the back and then they'd be like, all right, the meat's over. We're losing by a little. Throw that ball. And you'd be like, <laughs> And they'd be like, we won. And you'd be like, we did it. And they're so like, you were ah. good at chocolate. Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was great. I never practiced, but I could like throw it like 30 feet was like my beginning. Was it, wait, did and you then, go to like, a big high school or a small high school? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. And wh- where was it again? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Middletown, New Jersey. I went to Middletown High School South. Uh, so I'm sure somebody will tell me whether it was a big or small school when this comes out. I mean, I went to- I think it's medium. Col- it's probably, that's a, no, I think it's a big city. I mean, I, there were kids that ran with me from Middleton. What's your fastest mile? <laughs> the fastest mile I ever ran was somewhere around like 420. Mine is 18. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't throw a shot put nearly as far as you either, so. Oh man, running is so hard. You probably could throw a shot, but it's not that hard. No, I trust me, I can't. It's really not that hard. No, I have tiny arms and tiny legs, and I get to carry them long distances, and it's very I feel easy like, for me. Because oh wait, you mean thin, not like short? Yeah, no, I am tall, which is yes. nice, but I am mostly uh, built for long distance. How tall are you? I'm six foot two inches. Is that good for you? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think if I was two more inches, I'd be like, I my passion, my real passion is basketball, mm-hmm. which I play all the time. You play three times a week. Yeah, <laughs> did I bring that up? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So if I uh, if I was like two or three more inches, I think I would I would be like uh, I would have played in high school and other stuff that would have maybe led to other things. But wait, didn't. why didn't you play in high school? I was really short. I didn't hit puberty until I was seventeen and a half. I was like I grew six to eight inches. I think it was like six inches in between my junior and senior year in high school. Did you get back to high school and was like, everyone like, damn, I better suck that dick. He's tall now. <laughs> well, here's the thing about, okay. So I felt like that a little bit, but um, I also like got my braces. Like a lot happened to me mm-hmm. that summer and I came back and I was totally different. But in high school, it, it kind of feels like who you are is solidified <laughs> in high school. Like you don't get to change that. I guess so. So the real glow up happened for me going into college. Ah. Yeah, where I could like redefine who I was and stuff. When did you get your first girlfriend? Right away in college. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like stepping on campus and some girl was like, yummy. No, I think I, well, I think I was getting different attention than I did in high school. And mm-hmm. then it, I I wanted all of it. Sure, 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 sure. So I jumped in the first thing that was there um, to a girl that I, I really cared about. But it was not, it was not a relationship I should have been in because of mm-hmm. my background and what I needed out of college. And then wait, how long were you in that relationship? Uh, probably like two and a half, three years. Dang. Yeah. Your first relationship was two and a half, three years? Yeah, off and on, but yeah. That's crazy. I know. And then after that, so your senior year of college, did you have a girlfriend? Uh, Yeah, uh, kind of. I had broken up with the one that we were just talking about, and then I started dating somebody else towards the end. Are you a serial monogamist? I was up until probably three years ago. What happened three years ago? I broke up with a girl. And you broke up with her? No, it was mutual, actually. It was very mutual. What does mutual mean? Does that mean like you guys sat down for dinner and then both of you looked at each other and you're like, I don't think I want to eat dinner with you again? <laughs> one ordered the wigs, <laughs> one ordered the salmons, and we decided it wasn't meant to be. There was no mutual ground. No, I, I think uh, we had tried multiple times, like mm-hmm. getting back together. And then the last time, um, we just realized that we kept pushing something that like we really cared about each other, but it mm. wasn't going to be there for either of us. Mm, fair. Yeah. It's weird when, like being in love with somebody, but not mm-hmm. knowing that it won't work out long term. Does that mean maybe that you're not in love? You just love them? Yeah, sure. But I think that that's can be. Yeah. The answer is yes. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in love with anybody. That's not true. No, it is. 
is true. I don't think I've ever been in oh, love in love. With but then maybe to your point, then either have I. Mm. I know I've loved people. I've, or by people, I mean, I think there's like one person that I've like actually loved. But uh, they weren't a good person. So like, uh, it's good that I was never in love with them. Right. Wait, okay. Are you on apps? Are you on any of the apps? Well, I was up until recently. I kind of recently started seeing somebody. So Congratulations. I, yeah, thank you. Boop, did you meet them on an app or in I real did. life? No, on an app. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, so I said three years ago, basically I'd been on apps for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Like maybe took a, uh, no, I definitely took a break after that last relationship to just be by myself for a little bit and then started getting bored as one can mm-hmm, get in LA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and started using apps. First one I used was Bumble mm-hmm. and then Hinge. Which one did you like better? I think I like Hinge better because you can make comments on comments rather than uh-huh. on like just matching based on photos. And I think that I'm somewhat witty sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I, I felt like I had uh, an advantage <laughs> <laughs> by making comments on comments. Also, I feel like people want that and they don't ever get it. So it's just easier mm. to do. I feel like sometimes I'm just doing the apps wrong. Why? Because I don't reach out to anybody. I'm waiting for someone to message me. Yeah, but that's that's the whole point of Hinge, right? Like people can message you. Yeah. Yeah. So you The don't... same thing with like Tinder. I'm going to read to you a Tinder conversation that I've been having, or this man's kind of been having it with himself (laughs) because I have not been answering him. So he liked a picture of me holding a giant dick. So it's a different giant dick than the original giant dick. So now I have two pictures of me holding giant dicks. Because I'm I'm well-versed with the original one, but not so much. This one's a different one. This one's a big black one that's like maybe three feet high. (laughs) So he liked that one. And then I just wrote, uh, I just sent him the sunglass emoji. And then he wrote, I'm so amped we matched. I love the last season and nailed it, by the way. Few shows have me consistently cry laughing. And then I was like, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I don't. I've heard you it, talk about this before. Yeah, it doesn't feel good to like date someone with such um, such intense expectations. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like. If you're cry laughing at me, then that means like you're going to expect something in person. Right. So then after that message, he liked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pictures. And then he said, I've been listening to Best Friends. My podcast was Sashir's and Maida for so long. And I've been tempted to leave a voicemail just to hear how you respond to my voice. Oh, boy. Yeah. He, I don't like him. (laughs) I love him. I'm in love wow. with him. What do you mean he liked seven? F- I don't know Tinder. You you can then go back and like as many things as you want. Yeah, you can like pictures now. It's like a new thing. So uh, are they your Instagram photos or are these? No, are, uh, they're the pictures that are on my uh, Tinder. So somebody can go through and like every single one of your pictures yeah. and it just keeps notifying you? Yes. Oh my goodness. It's a living nightmare. Yeah, that's kind of uh, spiraling for this man. But like also he is cute. But then there's a picture of him hold, uh, hugging Jeff Goldblum, and I'm like, what is your deal? Yeah, that's weird. And there's a picture Flash of him playing fun. ping pong. What's your deal? Well, I always, I mean, I don't envy necessarily the situation that you're in because mm-hmm. of what you're talking about, having pre-expectations. And I guess the weirdest part is people feeling like they know you before they know you, so they feel like they don't have to get to know you, which is yeah. what dating is. Yes. So that makes dating very difficult for, I imagine, you. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I tell all my business, but I don't tell all of my own business. Well, I mean, I happen, I know you uh, slightly outside of work, like yes. just in the sense that we have conversations in passing when you're here. Mm-hmm. And I can, I mean, I get to see a side of you that doesn't appear on television or on the <laughs> podcast. And so I know for a fact that there are things that people would have to get to know about you that probably wouldn't occur to, I get, I don't want to like quote unquote fan. I was having drinks with this dude when I was on the road. And I thought we were having a nice conversation. He was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. He's like, you seem over this. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not over this. And he was like, well, at your show, you were like, uh, you were more like excited. And I was like, oh, because I was performing. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot. I was getting paid for that. Are you paying? A person? (laughs) And then it felt so it was it was very jarring to me. Then I guess it was jarring to him that I wasn't like, ah, what if we drink whiskey now? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever he was expecting. Ugh. It was very weird. And uh, yeah, so now I've fully, I've said it before that I stopped getting drinks with like people after shows, but now I've fully stopped doing it. Yeah. Just because people are weird. Yeah. Have you dated anybody recently? No. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> all the right buttons. <laughs> Sorry. This is my podcast no. now. No. <laughs> No, well, I tried talking to this one guy and he ended up living in Portland. Or no, he lived in Oregon. And I know you live, you're from Portland, but he didn't live in Portland. He lived, so Portland's on the north? Yeah, it's almost almost Washington. Yeah, yeah so he lives on the south side of Oregon. Ashland? Maybe, I don't know. I didn't ask yeah. the city. But we've been talking for like a couple of weeks and then I was like, oh, I'm going to be in Portland. He's like, I'm on the road with my band. And I was like, then why are we fucking talking? Yeah. We're never going to see each other. You met him in Portland or? No, I met him on Tinder. Oh. And I guess What's he was your radio? here. Oh, he was here in California. I think he was here, and that's when we matched. <laughs> you can do a global radius now? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care where you live, <laughs> Dubai. <laughs> I'll date you. So he's in a band. He's traveling. He was mm-hmm. in LA. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, I don't know. That was like the last person I talked to, and I was like, I think I give up. Yeah. Do you never met him in person? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm just going to let horniness take over and kill me. Or I'm going to walk out into traffic and let that kill me. <laughs> well, you are, or just get, I'll wait. get on a motorcycle yeah, exactly. and let that kill me. <laughs> right. That's that's definitely option A right now. <laughs> I don't think any other two can. No, I'm okay. I'm going to be so careful when I buy it. <laughs> it's not the purchase process I'm worried about necessarily. I'm going to so, ask for ABS, anti-lock brakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask for all of the bells and whistles to keep me safe. I'm going to get a good little helmet. Yeah, make sure it's a big helmet, actually. A big old helmet. Yeah. I'm going to get knee pads, elbow pads. It's oh great. <laughs> I've truly just been I'm excited. Hobbling. I told you before we started out that I was jealous because I've always wanted to get a motorcycle. Ride one. I know. Well, the thing is, I told you, I... I with the Take dog. With the No, it's with... I know. And I that is what I was going to do. I almost signed up for a class. Uh, I was going to do it. I like really was. And then I got the dog and the dog comes with me to work every day. And the dog is too big to fit in a backpack. So I, it just doesn't make, like, when would I actually ride it? My, my daily commute is well, all I needed. Well, you came here, didn't you, without a dog? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. So today would have been a great ra- day. In the rain. Oh, I guess that would have been bad. Yeah. Don't ride in the rain. No. Do you do any adventure? <laughs> <laughs> You know that real normal question. Are we, are we do? Are we talking like your version of adventure is buying a motorcycle, or like or are we talking about going on the outdoors and camping? No, camping is not an adventure. Camping, 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 camping <laughs> is um is what you do to someone when you're mad at them. You go come camping with me, <laughs> and you're like, it's why not, would makes I? Makes a lot of sense. Actually, ever do that? My family did a lot of that growing up. Ugh, yeah. you went camping a lot growing up. Yeah, they up? must have hated me, huh? 
Probably. Makes they sense. were like hoping a bear would come take you away. My my dad once broke my nose by accident camping. And I'm now I'm convinced based on the stories you're telling me that Wait it wasn't on accident. How did he break your nose on accident? Did he punch you and said, oops? <laughs> no, basically, but he Basically. No, we were we were hunting for firewood. Hunting this, for firewood. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be real quiet. No, we were we needed firewood for the campsite. Uh-huh. We drove down a road, got out of the car. My mom and my sister were in the car still. My dad and I went into the woods. We were chopping down firewood. And one of the trees he wanted to chop down, I had to like bend over, like pull it down to the ground, but it was still on the ground. So then I like stood on it. He's like, all right, I'm going to just stand on this while I chop it. And the mm-hmm. first swing he took at it popped out from underneath my feet, came straight up and hit me right underneath my nose. And it just knocked me all the way back onto the back of my head. And I got up and it was just blood pouring down my face. And so I ran out of the woods towards the car and little <laughs> my dad behind me slowly walking out with the axe over his shoulder. And my mom, and my sister in the car being like, what the hell just happened? It was, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of, my family was um, very outdoorsy growing up. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like a Portland thing. My best friend, Tessie, who lives in Portland, she loves being outside. She keeps trying to get me to float on a fucking river with her and her family. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's easy though. You just get a tube. You drink no, beer. No, I don't. You can think, drink whiskey, really. I don't know. It doesn't sound appealing to me to float down a river on a hot inflatable. I think they call it lazy river. Like it's just you just take. It's just really you don't do anything. Like, it's like the whole principle of it is that you don't do anything. But here's the thing: I don't want to be on a hot inflatable floating down a hot ass river, <laughs> trying to drink a, 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 a lukewarm beer with like children screaming. That's a white claw. You could have a white claw. I do love a white claw. <laughs> they were born for the river. I, f- I love white claw. What's your favorite flavor? Um, mango. I, I recently had mango at uh, Gabrus's Power Hour, and it was so delightful. Really, I, haven't I was had like mango. drinking it in between shots. That's an off box flavor. That's not in the regular variety pack. Oh, it's not. No, the regular flavors. Trust me, I'm a huge fan. Okay, uh, but the regular flavors I think are grapefruit, lime, black cherry, and um, there's a fourth. Oh, no. Raspberry. I think I like the raspberry ones, but isn't there like a pure one where there's no flavor? And yeah, that one's bad. It just, well, oh, is I, it? Well, because I went into it thinking it was going to taste like LaCroix, but it has a little bit of an alcohol aftertaste. Oh. And so I was kind of, I just wasn't expecting it. I will say that my favorite in the box flavor is black cherry by far. No, that's, I think that's Gabrus's favorite flavor too. I oh, like raspberry. Talk, no, Gabriel's is a big black cherry fan too. Yeah. I love raspberry. Raspberry is yummy. I have so many in my fridge at home. It, I look like I live at a frat house right now because uh, my birthday was a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. we bought a bunch for the house and not a bunch left over. Did you have a party? We had we rented a place in Palm Springs, me and my friend from Portland. Thank you for not inviting me. <laughs> well, I know you don't Feels like inflatables or pools. So. Really good. Um, <laughs> happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Feels... <laughs> Good I'll tell you what, next year you're the first polluted. one getting invited. Yeah. But I'm we are doing kidding. a float down a river. Was this last weekend? No, was this is October. Town? It was October. Oh, October? Yeah. I wasn't fucking here. Yeah, no. That <laughs> so was gone for most of October. I didn't want to like inconvenience you, inconvenience you with an invite that you wouldn't have been able to accept. Nice save. <laughs> yeah. Uh here's a question. Yeah. What kind of women did you think you were looking for before you found this current woman? Okay, so here I it's a really good question when I think Thank about before you. I came on the Wait, podcast. Wait, did we take a break? We have to take a break. Take a break. <laughs> Do it for me. I need the ads. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> 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 and there's your break. She died. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bully is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com and you ly.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code date me 20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code date me 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes today and every day Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey. 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho. <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. (laughs) Okay. What kind of woman were you looking for before you found the woman that you have now? I didn't. I didn't know. And that's why I dated. And I realized that probably a year after going on a bunch of dates Mm -hmm. is that it took me a while to feel like I was comfortable dating again. Then I started going on dates and I didn't know what I was looking for. So I was Mm -hmm. dating a lot and not getting anything out of it, which... Uh, it was partially frustrating but partially fun getting to just go out and do things after I hadn't been doing them mm-hmm. in a long time. But uh, I put myself into counseling right after that last breakup too, which was important to help me in this that process. That sounds way more dramatic than I think it was. You know, So what? you went to therapy. Yeah, we call I it counseling. I put myself into <laughs> counseling. Yeah, I think I, I was talking with a friend and they were like, they said, mentioned that they have somebody who they really liked. Mm-hmm. And I said I had been kind of looking for somebody or toying with the idea of it. And so I went and met with this person and uh, I really enjoyed the conversation we had. So I just kept at it. And it, and it was really, really helpful. I recommend it to anybody. Therapy? Counseling. I don't, is, what's, is there a difference? I don't know. I mean, my, my therapist calls himself a counselor. I feel like a counselor puts a jersey on you and is like, some, shoot some hoops and tell me about your problems. <laughs> That's called a coach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a coach doesn't care about your problems. Yeah, yeah sometimes. sometimes like a camp it. counselor. Like, get in the river, guys. Wait, Jimmy, you stay behind. I noticed you were really upset yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in your childhood you want to talk about while we're here? I don't know. It's a camp counselor. When you say counseling, that's what it reminds me of. I, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know what the, the definitions are. So, yeah, therapy. Okay. I was in therapy. I, are you still in therapy? No. I, it was A funny thing happened was I had been going for basically three years and I stopped maybe three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the last sessions, it had been a couple sessions where we just weren't really talking about stuff. We were just talking about my life. Like it was mm-hmm. almost just a friend hanging out. And at the, the last <laughs> session that I went to, he goes, hey, you know you don't need to keep coming back if you don't feel like you're getting anything out of it. And it was one of those, and I was like, oh no, I'll keep coming. Don't worry. And then I, <laughs> but I walked out of the room and I was like, oh, he's right. Like, this is kind of a, 
I'm spending money. Uh-huh. We're just talking about my life. And in a sense that it's just uh, just the events happening, not mm-hmm. like digging into anything to help. And so I called him later and was like, yeah, I guess we can cancel the next one. And if I feel like I need to come back, I'll come back. He's like, yeah, that's great. I think you're doing great. Oh, yeah, that's good. I can't imagine not seeing Mary. <laughs> well, the, the thing is about it is like it was really uh, it depends where you are. Right. Or it took, it, I was mm-hmm. in there for three years going tw- twice a month and I and it was really, really helpful for me. But when he said that to me, it also was this revelation like, oh, man, this guy really did want to help me. Like, he's done mm-hmm. helping me and he knows that. And he doesn't – he's not just sucking away my money. Like, he mm. really cared about me. That and I heard, recently heard he's trying to retire soon. So maybe that had something to do with it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, you don't have to keep coming because uh, I'm not going to keep coming. He's just, he's I'm just done. Such a, he's such an amazing man. I really – I do miss him. He, 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 uh, he looks kind of like Santa Claus. Oh. And he grew up in Echo Park. Like oh, when it was okay. bad. Yeah. I like, re- I just really, I just, I just love him. So you like see your counselor therapist person out in like the wild? Yeah. It's, it That's is That's why wild. I go on the West side. Cause I'm like, I don't need to see Mary shopping. Yeah. I think it would really bug me out. And then I'd be like, Mary, I gotta tell you things. She's like, I'm off the clock. And I'm like, I don't really care. Put down the pop tarts. I think he's seen me three separate times and each of the separate times I was with someone who I've talked about in <laughs> in counseling, which is so funny to me. So he like we would revisit it obviously uh-huh. when I see him again. But yeah, each of the three times it was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh, so that's pretty. That's kind of wild that you keep running into your therapist. Well, it's like, I mean, Echo Park is small, and there's only so many restaurants. And he and his kids eat vegan, I think. So it's like there's a very uh, so you're just gonna places. go to fucking Moby's restaurant, <laughs> Little Pine. Is that that's not in Echo Park? That's in Silver Lake. That's Silver Lake, but I did not see him there. I have been there once. Are you vegan? No, no. Do you like eat vegan? I eat vegetarian sometimes. Why? But, uh, what? Okay, so I went and got. Oh, this is also something I did for myself recently. Was I went and I got a what's a physical for the first time in like okay. twenty five years? Yeah, or since college, like fifteen years. And it turns out everything is cool except for I have high cholesterol because oh. I for like a year I lived by myself and I was dating and like not. I had nobody to cook for. Mm-hmm. So when I was by myself, I would eat a lot of fast food. What's your favorite fast food? Uh, Taco Bell, hands down. It's I fucking even... love Taco Bell. There's no competition. What is your Taco Bell order? Honestly, it rotates because I, I eat there too often or I did. But I my like staple, my two item staples are chicken quesadilla is probably mm-hmm. number one. And then the cheesy gordita crunch is probably number two. I like a chicken quesadilla and I get sour cream in it. Wait, you can do that? Yes. And it gets all goopy and delightful and delicious. See, the one reason I really like it already is because it's saucy. And like it's got that sauce well, on there already. Well, when you put yeah. <laughs> the sour cream sauce, in it, gets saucy. it, it's even saucier. Well, I do love sour cream. It's so, so good. And then I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm-mm-mm. They are really, really good. I, I guess maybe that's probably three. Although, no, three for me was the Fiery Doritos Taco Supreme. Have you ever had the Fiery? Did you know? I think they discontinued Mm-mm. it. Now they only have the Nacho one. But they had Fiery Nacho. I don't like. And I don't like ranch. the Fiery Dorito. Oh, you don't. Like I just recently had like a flaming hot Dorito or whatever, and I was like, this is not for me. I like spicy. I like spicy too, just not in chip form. Okay, what sauce do you go for at Taco Bell? The Which, hottest one. Diablo. Well, hot or Diablo. Diablo. Okay, good. It's in black, right? It's yes, black. yes, yeah, absolutely. That, which is also like a, what, maybe two years old at this point, but it was a recent addition. They used was to it? only have hot. Yeah. Growing up, it was only hot. I didn't get Taco Bell growing up. I only got McDonald's on Thursdays. That's good. Thursdays are a great day for McDonald's. It was an arbitrary day. <laughs> 
But it was the day my dad played tennis. So I guess it was like, oh, he worked hard. He can have McDonald's. So the rest of the family can have McDonald's. Makes sense. I guess so. But like my mother never exercised. So I don't know why she was getting rewarded. We never ate fast food growing up, except for McDonald's breakfast sometimes. Yeah. But I think things like this and the camping and everything else we were talking about, I think it feels like it skips a generation for me at least. Because I don't go camping. (laughs) I eat fast food. (laughs) I play video games, which I never got to do when I was a kid. I feel like I'm doing all the things as an adult I wanted to do. I think that's every adult. Like my grandmother was like a pretty messy woman. And my mom was a very clean woman. She had clutter, but like every, like there was no dust on the clutter. Right. She would dust her <laughs> piles clutter. of shit. <laughs> clutter. <laughs> like this kitchen sink was always pristine. Uh, and I'm a dirty bird. I'm such a dirty bird. I'm so gross. Uh, but then I like have to work at being clean. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do this. So now I have a cleaning lady who does it. How's your roommate feel about that? John, John Milheiser, my roommate. John, John, yeah, John, John, John Milheiser, Milheiser, the roommate. Yeah, John. Uh, he at first was like, we don't need a cleaning lady. I'll clean. And I was like, yeah, fucking right. Because then it's like not a roommate thing. Then it's like me being like, clean the house. Right. Yeah, you can't do that. Unless you're paying. No. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm not going to pay you to clean the house that you live in. I'd rather clean the lady who's going to come into the house. <laughs> you want to clean that lady? That'd be fun. <laughs> John, clean the lady who comes. I'm like, clean her. Yeah. Don't clean the house. Clean hard. <laughs> I think you get a task rabbit for that or something. Task rabbit is weird. So I had a task rabbit put up my pole that's in my backyard. That I'm, is a wild thing to ask for a task rabbit to do. <laughs> well, I didn't know how to do it. No, I mean, it makes sense. But and then I can he imagine didn't know how to do rabbit. it. Was it like, I have something that you need to install or did you fully tell them before? I sent pictures. Okay. I said, this is what I need for okay. it to be installed. And he was like, what is this? And I was like, it's a stripper pole. And he was like, are you a stripper? I was like, who cares if I am? <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Who cares? I've seen you do a lot of that stuff on Instagram, the working out of that. I fucking pole. love pole yeah. dancing. I can talk about it all goddamn day. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, it you, just so like you makes do it me at feel. Home or do you, you're doing classes too? I've I seen. do classes. Yeah. So like when you see the kitchen, that's not my house. I don't have a thousand poles in my house. No, but you have one in your house. It's outside though. Oh, so the one inside is not a house. That's but that looks like somebody's house. Yeah, it's it's the studio. But it, oh, so somebody's studio is just no. Their it's house? in North Hollywood. There's multiple poles in that room. Uh huh. There's ten poles. Oh. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's just like a room. There is like a weird kitchenette. That's what I was saying. The, I, I don't know why there's a kitchenette, but like maybe it's like we uh we got to make something. I don't know. I mean, there's I, a kitchen here. So maybe it's just like they rented oh, a, yeah, a, a live workplace and turned it into a workout is studio. Is this a live workplace? It is. Most of the people that live above this floor are all, or sorry, most people in the units above this floor are all living here. Dang. Yeah. Um, The girl that you broke up with three years ago that sent you to counseling, were you guys living together? We tried living together, but before, it was even before the last time that we like got back together kind of again before we decided it wasn't going to work. So yeah, the answer is I did live with her at one point, but it was um, even further than three years ago. Was it hard to live with a significant other? It's the second person I lived with. So I'm over The second two. person like overall or second no, girlfriend you've lived with? Second gr- significant oh, other okay. I've lived with. The first one um, left me and got pregnant like a month after she left to the point where my mom called me almost in tears and was like, hey, did you see that? <laughs> did you see that? 
Mars can bleep it out. <laughs> Did you see that she got pregnant? And I was like, I was like, Mom, I have to go right now because I had to go look and see uh-huh. when the due date was and like figure out the math really quickly because I was very nervous. Dang. Wait, nervous that it was yours or nervous that she cheated on you? Uh, no, I didn't. I could care less that she cheated. It was a bad breakup. You like just I, didn't want I, that baby she, to be yours. No, she probably was cheating on me is what this meant. But I wanted oh. to make sure the baby wasn't mine. Uh, and was it? No. It was like the math worked out that there was no way that it could have been. Mm-hmm. But very close. Dang. And, and uh, I didn't. I was unsure I was very nervous at the time because I felt like she would, if even if she knew it was mine, she maybe would have tried to keep it. Mm. Which is her decision. No, which is her totally her, her, totally her decision. But I, we had a bad relationship to the point where it was like we. I want I don't. I want to be part of my kid's life, and it felt like that was mm-hmm. going to be possible with this. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Man, that sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, I can't that. imagine ever being like on that bad of terms with someone that I loved. I was sleeping at Amir's house for the last two months of that relationship. Dang. Mm. Yeah. That's actually how the three of us became such good friends is uh, we were kind of, I was like forced into the situation where I was spending a lot of time with Amir specifically. And he mm-hmm. had just come out of a relationship that was very similar. Not, uh, didn't end as poorly, but they had been living together and she had just moved out. Mm-hmm. So we kind of bonded over. Two broken yeah. dudes just <laughs> chilling and healing. Yeah, something like we weren't singing very much, but yeah, <laughs> you weren't singing two broken dudes just chilling and healing. Wait, do one more time, and then I could catch two, two broken, broken dudes, dudes just chilling and healing. Actually, yeah, we were doing that. Now that <laughs> when you were dating, uh, before, uh, let's see. So after the, the relationship, before this new one, you were dating for like three years. You said or two and a half years. What's uh, Yes. Yeah, the one that the, the one that just ended most recently. Yeah, like the chunk that you were single was for two years. Just now, before, yeah, yeah, yeah it was like two and a half years. What's the worst date you went on in those two years? Oh my god, I went on one date that truly shocked me and changed the way that I dated. <laughs> it was early on for sure, and I learned so many lessons. But it was, it was. Um, I don't use the word the crazy word a lot, but mm-hmm. she was absolutely insane and. So I changed the way I did. But anyway, I... Wait, tell me about her. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we had matched um, uh-huh. on probably Bumble. We made plans to hang out on uh, in a couple weeks on like a Wednesday night or something. So that mm-hmm. that day rolled around. Um, I messaged her at like maybe like 11 a.m. or like noon being like, hey, are we still on for tonight? Are you good? And she messaged back like an hour later saying, actually, I've had like the most insane day. Uh, It's been really hard. I don't know if I can hang out tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, Totally get it. I'm around tonight because obviously I don't have any other plans. So if your mind changes or anything, just let me know and Mm -hmm. we can hang out or grab a drink, talk about it, whatever. Uh, maybe like two hours later. So now we're at like 1 p.m. She's like, fuck it. I got to go to the bar. I This day is terrible. If you want to come join me, you can. At I, 1 p.m.? So I respond, all right, what what time? Like at 6? or is that a, Okay, cool. Like still want to get back to our original plan, like 7 or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I'm going now. You can meet me there uh, whenever you want. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm at work. I mean, I have a pretty flexible schedule and a uh-huh. boss. So I'll, I'll, I'll make my way out of here whenever I can. So I think it like, Three o'clock or something, uh, I made my way over to the location she said she was going to, which was the drawing room. Okay. So Ooh, that's you, one of my favorite bars. Yeah, but such a 
such like a depressing place to I be in the middle of the day. Love there, that bar. There are no windows. It's Correct. completely dark. It Correct. looks like a vampire den. Yes. <laughs> so and it's cash only, baby. It's, <laughs> that is what I, which I didn't know going mm -hmm. into. So I get there, uh, maybe at like three thirty or four, and there are three extremely old men at the bar. Yep. Uh, a female bartender who's uh -huh. the only woman in the room and no other <laughs> woman there. So I'm like, either she's bartending this place or she's not here yet. So I sit at the bar. I like grab a Coors Light very nervously. Like, oh, this is, this is just, this is all, this is bad. This is like not the situation I want to be in. I then muster up the courage for some reason. I felt like it needed courage to do to ask the bartender like, hey, are there any women or girls here? <laughs> Which <laughs> probably came off by so nervous. Are there any women <laughs> or girls here? As if I was like looking for something specific. And she laughed at me, which was really reassuring and said no. And I said, okay, great. So at this point, I take out my phone and I text her and I say, hey, I'm here. Are you here? No response. Uh, probably a half hour goes by. Um, she said, I'm on my way. Uh, I said, great, how long, no response. And then it comes and it's a selfie of her crying. Oh no. Yep. It hit, it hit like a ton of bricks. Uh, I obviously forwarded the message to Amir. I was like, this, <laughs> I was like, this just came through. I'm sitting at the bar. I've been here for an hour. What do I do? Like, is this a situation that I want to be in? Whatever. Uh -huh. He's like, you should leave. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I've kind of invested in this whole process. <laughs> So I mean, I would have told you to stay. Yeah, like, you got to see this through. Well, that's kind of how I felt. Like I'd put so much effort into it. Um, that changed. Well, anyway, uh, like I I messaged back. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, what's going on? And she basically said that she got locked out of her or kicked out of her apartment. Oh, no. Yeah. She has a cat locked inside with all of her stuff and she can't like they won't let her back in. I'm like, oh, man, this seems like a, this actually does seem like a crazy situation. Uh -huh. uh, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. Feel free to come anyway, and we can talk about it, figure it out, whatever, if you're locked out. She's like, all right, cool. I'll I'll walk over. I'll be there soon. Literally another hour goes by. Mm -hmm. and still nothing. So I text again. I'm like, hey, I'm still here. Like, Are you walking? Like, do you need a ride? She texts back maybe like 20 minutes later, another selfie of her still crying, but like looks like she's on the street with headphones <laughs> in, like on her way. So uh -huh. I I'm like, okay, cool. She gets there. She sits down. She apologizes, but I like don't need to dwell on it because mm -hmm. it just seems so irrelevant at this point. Like, yeah. you're finally here. Fine. Let's like get to know each other. Like, let's figure uh -huh. out what's going on. She orders a whiskey. So oh, no, whiskey Coke with a with a whiskey shot on the side. Ah, yeah, baby. Finishes them, them both before we even like start getting <laughs> to know each other and orders two more. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had to go to the ATM because I didn't realize that it was cash only, uh -huh. right? So I like got out, I think probably like 60 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And we, she tore through the $60 <laughs> in like 30 minutes <laughs> while telling me the problem was she was subletting from someone and hadn't been paying him the rent. And so he changed the locks because he needed the money to pay the rent to the person who owned uh -huh. the apartment. So I'm like, I'm like, so oh this boy. Is this truly is her fault. 100% her fault. 100%. I'm now sitting here. I, I I really feel bad because I, I'm like realizing who this person is and like that she she's in a tough spot. Like she hadn't mm -hmm. been working. She like didn't have the money to pay and like all this stuff. I fully expected her at some point to be like, hey, I need to borrow 
a thousand dollars. Like that's where I thought this was I, at this point because it was uh-huh. so cr- like the whole situation was so insane. I fully <laughs> expected her to do that. And to her credit, not once did she ask for money. It was never about that. Mm-hmm. Like she really was just in a bad situation. So I was helping her formulate these messages to this to the the guy who was actually leasing the apartment, mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, just give me twenty four more hours." I'll figure something out. Like, I'm really sorry this is happening. And she really, like, was in such a distraught place. She couldn't figure him in, like, that part out. Mm-hmm. So we, I mean, I'm telling you, she must have had, like, six or seven rounds of this stuff <laughs> in, like, an hour. And oh, she was no. wasted. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, wasted. Like, to the point where I did, I was embarrassed. And I didn't know what to do. Oh, no. And so, I don't know if this is me being nice or maybe just being oblivious to the situation uh-huh. but I was like we need we you need to leave you have nowhere to go like just come over and this is like early oh, right boy Marty I know and I it, it a lot of mistakes being made here oh, and I know that it's boy. gonna sound like I'm some sort of anyway I I was like we need to leave <laughs> just honestly come- though the bartender must be like he's bad yeah. he came in asking for girls <laughs> He found a girl. He got her hammered and then took her away. Oh, my God. So, and while having to go to the ATM three times to pay for all the drinks. Like, okay. almost she's just as bad. But I get it. I Like, I do get it. It was not a pretty picture. And t- retelling the story, it, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> about my behavior. Beyond, like, I knew that I didn't want anything bad out of the situation. Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I, I didn't know what else to do. I like did. No, I've I never walked away from a date. Have you? I like. Have you ever gotten up in no. the middle of a date and just no. walked out and left? That's no. what that would have been. What I had no. to do. And then she came. You kind of have to like. She doesn't have anywhere to go. Like you just can't leave a drunk lady. I I would not have left her. I every choice you have made is the same choice I would have made. Right. I, I I felt like that at the time, but in retrospect, well, we'll keep going with the story, but in retrospect, I absolutely never should have invited this person back to my apartment. No. Like it was a, every single red flag you could possibly imagine. Yeah. So we get into an Uber um, and we start driving back home. She's so wasted. She's being extremely racist to the oh, Uber driver. No. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm what like, kind of racist? Like just, I to be honest, I blacked out this part of my mind as much as possible because I was so embarrassed of like that second half of the bar to the Uber ride home. Like I don't really remember a lot of it except for me. I remember trying to make a lot of jokes being like, uh-huh. oh, she's just really drunk. This isn't how she normally acts. Like uh-huh. all this stuff. Trying to be like, I am so sorry. Dang. I don't know what to do. Uh, this, Uber rider, this Uber ride cannot be over fast enough. Oof. We get back to my place. Uh, I turn on the TV. She sits down on my couch and like almost immediately passes out. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, this is the <laughs> best thing that could possibly happen. And then somehow, somehow, I don't, I'm a little hazy on the timeline, but it was getting kind of late. So maybe it was like nine or 10. I'm like, I'm just like, finally, I can just like go lay down and go to bed. So mm-hmm. I live in a, it's a junior one bedroom. It's not a studio. It's not a one bedroom. Hell yeah, dude. There's, junior <laughs> one bedroom. There's like a doorway, but no door, I think, is like the technic- okay. <laughs> the technicality there. Uh-huh. Um, so she's in on in the laying on the couch and I'm in my bed sleeping with the dog. And I well, I lay down and then I realize I can't fall asleep. Like I'm yeah, scared. This lady you don't know is in your house. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a so and I'm like, she's out, she's clinically insane. It's like, what's going to stop her from like grabbing a knife and trying to kill me? That's like what was going through my head. So I lay in my bed awake, nervous from 10 10 p.m. until about 3.30 or 4 a.m. And I have work the next day uh, until I hear her start talking to herself in my living room. And two sides of me immediately ping. One is like, oh, my God, she's talking to herself. This is crazy. And the other one was like, 
thank God she's awake. Like I run into the into the uh-huh. into the living room and I say, "Wait, what was she saying to herself?" Uh, it was like mumbles. Was like, oh, "I'm so glad." Like just talking to her about her own life. It was really oh, strange. No. Yeah, really strange. Um, so I run in the room. I'm like, "Hey, uh, can I take you home now?" Whatever. And I'm not sure how this happened. I didn't really care. I just needed to get her out of my place. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, we kind of knew that she couldn't get back into her place. So I don't know what was happening here. Maybe she had like received a text or something in the meantime where like she was able to get back in. But she said, yeah, like I'd love a ride home. So I got in my car, uh-huh. drove her back to her place. Uh, she's getting out of the car, looks at me and says, I had a really nice time. I'd love to see you again. No! <laughs> to which I look at her. She's wild. And I, and I just said, yeah, me too. Like I didn't know what else to say. So I, she gets out, she closes the door. Obviously, 100% not no. going to see this person or talk to this person yeah. ever again. I let her out. Um, one thing I realized is that her place where she lived was literally probably an hour's walk from the bar. So the hour that she took to get the walk oh, she was, was actually, legit. She yeah. walked like over an hour because she didn't want – I think she just didn't have any money, which I feel bad about. But like she didn't want to take an Uber. Like she yeah. walked. Drop her off. I'm driving home. I get back to my place. Look at my phone. I have like three or four text messages from her. And they go something along the lines of totally didn't expect you to be this type of person. Uh, Can't believe you unfollowed me on and blocked me everywhere. And I uh, look and I'm like still following her on Instagram. Uh Like didn't block her text obviously because I'm getting them. And so I respond like, hey, don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, but I did it. And I uh, hope you feel better. I hope everything works out. She's like, oh, okay. Well, I had a really great time and you're really cute. So like, if you want to hang out again, let me know. No, And I never you. responded to that. And that Wait, was the end. why are you following her on Instagram? Uh, because at that time, before going on dates with people, I would like try and follow or find out more about people through Instagram. Oh. But what I realized shortly after that date was that that doesn't tell you anything. No, tells you literally nothing. Less almost. That's so funny. Yeah. You unfollowed me. Yeah, I was like so mad. Like exclamation points and everything. I want to know what she looks like. Yeah, that's what everybody always asks. Isn't that funny? Like, what is she, like? was she so hot you didn't care? Like you just wanted to keep going on this date? Oh, I didn't think she was like hot. I just... I think the most normal looking girls are sometimes the craziest people. She was relatively normal looking. Like yeah. it was there was nothing crazy hot about it or crazy um red flag anywhere in her looks. She was very normal and she was very sweet. Honestly, messages. Do you still follow her on Instagram? Uh, <laughs> this is a, I, I refuse to answer this question. No, I do. You I, do? I yeah. want to see what she looks like when we're done. Okay, okay, we can absolutely take a look. I it's funny because I almost there's a part of me that oh just wants to keep up with her to make sure that she's okay. <laughs> she's not dead. Yeah. But not like I would be able to do anything about it, but. No, but it's nice to know when a crazy person, you know, passes. And you're like, I knew her when she was guzzling whiskey. <laughs> I mean, just so much. That's so, I don't think I've ever behaved that poorly on a date. Well, it wasn't, it, you've just never, I, I would hope that you have your, you just have your life together more than, no yeah. matter how bad you think you have your life together, which I know that you have it together very well, but it's like, she just didn't. And she, it just was spiraling for her. I went on a date with a dude who got real drunk and then was like, don't talk about me on your podcast. And I was like, I will. I will. And now that you said that, I'll do it twice. I absolutely have to. 
The one okay. thing I wait, what? What else the, are you gonna say? I was gonna say the one thing I learned was that was like I didn't talk to her a lot message wise mm-hmm. before that date. And one thing that I learned from that experience was like you have to have a lengthier conversation with people ah. where they are exchanging and receiving your jokes as much as you are and engaging with theirs. Mm, I'm the opposite. I only like to go back and forth maybe five times. Well, I was like that, and then I had this date, and I was like, I can never do this again. This was this almost killed me. <laughs> Fair. I guess I'll wait to have a terrible date. <laughs> no, don't. No, I will. Marty, we've reached the end. So sad. I have a question. Would you ever date me? Of course I would. Hell yeah! Ooh, ooh. <laughs> but you know, we can't, we're coworkers. So just it would go. be weird. It'd we be couldn't hard. do it. That's right. Okay. Marty, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah. We recently launched Gumball.fm, which is our ad platform. What is that? Well, you kind of use it. Marissa probably uses it more for you than you use it. But it's a platform. Marissa does everything for me. Yeah. Marissa is maybe the best person in America. I just show up and then she does everything. And truly. She is the best. Um, and what she does is she goes on Gumball.fm. Dot .fm to see what ads we've booked for you mm-hmm. but it's a platform that allows advertisers and podcasters to connect without the need of a sales team. So basically they can check your inventory. But aren't ads. you a sales person? Yeah, in theory I'm a really good one, but this uh, helps me do my job even better. Anyway, yeah. if you want to buy ads on Nicole's podcast, you go to gumball.fm, sign up and you can buy ads on our podcast. Yeah, and stop DMing me on Instagram. There you go. Isn't that wild that people DM me on Instagram? It's fun that uh, people will get in touch with the people they want to get in touch with in one way or another if they really like, you know, they'll just do whatever they can. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But like... But use Gumball FM, people. Yeah, use Gumball FM. Okay, so if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe, uh, you can rate it. If you send me something nasty, I will read it. This says, please read this on Why Won't You Date Me. I am super in love with you. Okay, here goes. I hope this is nasty enough to give you a giggle because no one in my life would ever think I would type such a thing. I want to take an entire jar of Jiffy peanut butter and fist it inside of you so I can make you my very own Reese's peanut butter cup. And then I will walk out of the bedroom and uh, shut the door behind myself only to turn around and knock on the door and scream trick or treat. (laughs) Once you open the door, I will be on my knees and proceed to eat my chocolatey peanut buttery treat. Oh, I will be dressed as a bum so you can fantasize that I'm a bum. (laughs) What? That's the weirdest part. Have you said that before? No, I don't think I've ever said I've wanted to sleep with a bum while I'm a human Reese's peanut butter cup. That was wild. Here's another one. I would order a large... Oh, here's what I would do to you. I would order a large portion of Guy Fieri's bacon-studded macaroni, make you smell it, make sure the taste is right, then stuff it in your vagina. With and then fuck you like there's no tomorrow. Oh, adding my secret sauce. Oh, I'd make you eat it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> as it has now been prepared to perfection. Naturally, we'd watch Drag Race and smoke some. I mean, that one. I don't understand why people are trying to give me a yeast infection. Like, why are they trying to <laughs> shove food in me? It was called studded mashed potatoes. It feels like it'll be rough. Yeah, I, I'm like ribbed is fine, but stud, it seems awful. 
Here's another one. Hey, Nicole, I'm a huge fan of you, and I think you're great. I'd like to stick one hand up your butt and the other up your puss so I can clap them together like a wind-up monkey. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this is pretty awful, too. Okay, I'll save these ones. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.